Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve Slonwhite. Hello, B2B writers and copywriters. Hope you had a great week with your business. This week in this podcast, what I wanted to uh, cover is a type of project that we really haven't been talking a lot about in these B2B Writing Success podcasts. And that is probably the longest form of content you could write for a client, which is a book, a real book, not an e-book, not those short e-books used for lead generation, but a book book, (laughs) a book that may be 150, 250 pages in length. And when we think of writing books for clients, you've probably heard the term ghostwriter, people write uh, ghostwriting books for private clients. What I'm talking about here is writing books for business-to-business companies. And believe it or not, companies, often their CEO or sometimes the company as a whole, really loves the idea of publishing, writing and publishing a book because it just does so many things for them. It can be a lead generation tool for them. It can be a credit uh, credibility boosting tool for them. It can be a thought leadership asset. They can use it in so many ways. In fact, in my career, even though I don't really push the fact that I, I can help a company write a book, I have written three books for B2B companies. Okay, ghost written those books for their CEOs. So this is an opportunity worth talking about if you're a B2B copywriter or content writer and you like writing long-form content and just like this idea of perhaps writing a book for a B2B company. So with that in mind, I invited a very special guest on today's podcast. She is Laura Gale. You might know her because she's also the co-host of the uh, uh, Business of Writing podcast, which you can find on iTunes which is a very good podcast, but she specializes in helping companies write books as a consultant, as a coach, as a writer. So I wanted to uh, pick her brain a bit and, and get her to share some of her insights and expertise with us today. So without further ado, uh, here is my interview with the very successful Laura Gale. Laura Gale, thank you for joining us on the BDB Writing Success Podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Steve. I'm really excited to be here. Well, you are a, um, a very accomplished uh, content writer and especially a book ghost writer. You have quite a background in, in publishing and in publicity for books. And now you write books for uh, all kinds of uh, leading professionals, business professionals. Uh, but when most B2B copywriters, people who are listening to the show, when they, th- when they think of book, when they think of what they do, or writing content for B2B companies, writing email campaigns and, and ebooks and white papers, they don't usually think of books for B2B companies. So are you seeing uh, book ghostwriting, uh, are you seeing that increasing in demand amongst business to business companies and their CEOs? Yeah, there's been a lot of growth in this area in the last few years. And I think it's becoming more and more common for companies to identify that a book is a really powerful way for them to differentiate themselves from their competitors and to have a really tangible way of marketing themselves to to their customers. And it just is such a great talking point. And, you know, it just 
really sets you apart as an authority and an expert in the field. And particularly for, for a lot of B2B companies where they may be competing with a lot of other people in the space, there's just really nothing like it to, to set themselves apart. Yeah, as far as setting setting yourself apart, absolutely. Um, I I, uh, I I wrote I, I ghost wrote a couple of books for uh, a client of mine, and uh, unlike other types of content like white papers and eBooks, which a lot of other companies create, um, books are a little bit harder. <laughs> the bar is a little <laughs> bit higher. So uh, my client is the only only company in that niche that has a book. So that really has set him apart. So uh, you've touched on some of these other ideas why B2B companies um, are interested in getting a book written. Uh, are there some other reasons why? You mentioned uh, increase their profile in the marketplace. Well, it's a really natural way to increase your sales as well. So often uh, clients of mine have found that the prospects that have read their book are the easiest sales they ever make. And so, for example, I had a client who was selling a $2,000 product to, uh, to other professionals and uh, the people who had read his book prior to the sales call closed 90% of the time on that first call. Whereas for people who hadn't read it, it was something like 40%. So it's a huge increase in his conversions and, and a massive reduction in the amount of work that he was having to do to get those sales. Uh, so that's uh, one thing. It, it makes people, it kind of overcomes all of the objections and uncertainty that people have prior to a sales conversation. Uh, so they already sort of know, like, and trust you by the time they get to that conversation. Uh, there's also the opportunity for additional product lines that can sort of become spin-offs from the back of a book. So whether it's, you know, developing a consulting program or a uh, an educational product or a series of in-person events, it kind of is a natural starting point to set up a lot of um, additional revenue streams in the business. And it's also a great way to generate partnerships with, with other companies. So often people reach out to complementary but non-competitive companies uh, and say, well, we've got this book. We'd love to explore doing a joint venture with you where we promote the book and another product and, and sort of create something that's really beneficial for both of us. So really, I think of it as just an open door to opportunity. It's a way for people to, uh, to increase the scope of what they're doing with their core business. So you mentioned a multitude of ways that a BDP company can use a book and leverage a book to get all kinds of results. But the, the ones, one that interests me the most that you mentioned is obviously a, a book can help a company generate leads. But what you're saying is also uh, it can increase lead conversion. I, I, I think you mentioned uh, people who uh, bought and read the book or got the book and read the book. Uh, uh, the, the lead conversion rate was 90% for that one company. Yeah. Compared to 40, I think you said without. Mm. Uh, so a, a book uh, raises your profile and positions your company as, as, as such a go-to expert that, that the lead conversion rate can go up. So if you're a B2B copywriter or a content writer and you're pitching a book idea or approaching one of your clients and prospects about this, that, that's something worth mentioning. Absolutely. Now, speaking of getting a book written, um, you know, a lot of books... Uh, that B2B companies want written. Often the author is the, or the driver of the project at least, is, is the CEO or a senior VP, someone like that who wants to author a book for themselves and for their company. Um, why don't they just write it themselves or get <laughs> someone in, the, in their company to write it? I think you and I both know the answer, but let's explore that anyway. <laughs> Writing a book is hard. <laughs> it's really, yeah, it's hard it takes work, a lot yeah. of work. And for a lot of people, 
writing is just not a natural skill set. And I would argue it's not really a natural skill set for anybody, like any skill that comes with time and practice and a lot of effort um, to get good at it. Uh, but particularly, you know, it's one of those things that because we're all capable of, of putting words on a page, we all think, oh, maybe I can give it a go. But I often find that people have tried to write a book and just find themselves really, really struggling to get the ideas out of their brain onto the page in a way that they're happy with and that you know, communicates exactly what they're trying to say. Um, so often it's just that they don't feel confident um, producing that format of content, but also, uh, you know, the, the quality that you want, particularly if the book is going to be a representative of your business, you want it to be really polished and really uh, very focused and very useful. And so uh, that takes a lot of work. And often the, I mean, obviously CEOs are usually very, very busy as are VPs and often, their teams are fully occupied and writing a book can be a full-time project for several months. And so it's not always feasible to add this to somebody's workload internally. Yeah. If you're a CEO or a senior VP of a, of a B2B company, then, uh, you know, taking time off that job in order to spend hundreds of hours <laughs> writing a book is probably not the best use of your time because mm. you're the CEO. You have to be doing CEO stuff. And uh, it might be better to get a, uh, someone who's a writer to do the writing stuff. And also, you're right, um, you know, getting someone on staff to do that can eat up a lot of time. And you may not, a lot of B2B companies don't have a book author on staff or a exactly. book ghost writer on staff. They may have content writers, but someone who can manage a book project is, you know, it's a skill set that a lot of companies don't have internally. So that's why they look outside. That's why they look to, to book writers and, and book ghost writers. So uh, with, uh, another thing I'm seeing, especially in recent years, is there seems to be an increase amongst B2B companies to self-publish a book or get it done themselves or through one of these self-publishing uh, companies, rather than go the traditional route and get it published by Simon & Schuster or Penguin or something like that. Uh, are you seeing that trend as well amongst your clients? Absolutely. And I think there are a few reasons for that. One, the traditional publishing process takes a long time. It's often a year or more from completing the book to actually seeing it on shelves. And in the interim, you can't use the book because there are usually um, embargoes in place where it's, you know, you, you have to wait until it's available for sale in bookstores before you can sell it online or do anything with it. Um, Self-publishing gives you a huge amount of control over the project. And so it means that you can determine exactly what the cover is, what the title is, what the content is, how you market it, who you send it to, uh, you know, how you put it to use in your business. You can purchase copies from um, print on demand services at cost. And, and there's so, there's so many benefits to being able to use it immediately. And as you please um, that I think really the benefit of self-publishing significantly outweighs the distribution capability of traditional publishers. Yeah, I, I would certainly agree with that. Um, and I see a lot of, of, of B2B companies and CEOs going the self-publishing route uh, for that reason is that it's just a faster way to market for them. Yes. And so you can get the benefits of that book much, much sooner. Um, so, okay. So you're a, you're a copywriter. There's a lot of copywriters in our audience, a lot of B2B copywriters, B2B content writers. Um, if they want to tap this demand for book ghostwriting, um, what is the best way to do that if they haven't done this kind of project before? Well, it's 
not completely different to how you would approach content marketing or a piece of copy. It's a lot of it comes down to understanding very clearly who your reader is and what they are wanting to get out of this piece of content and planning it really carefully. I think this is where a lot of people come unstuck when they start with a book is that they don't plan it in enough detail upfront. And so they kind of get lost and it, it becomes very unfocused um, as they're actually trying to produce the content. So I would say start with a very, very clear definition of who your reader is and what the strategic intent of the book is, uh, and then map out very, very specifically uh, what the outline and the structure is going to be. So uh, exactly what the chapters are going to be about, what the themes within those chapters are going to be covering, any stories, any case studies, any research that needs to happen, uh, have a very, very clearly defined outline because then it basically becomes a, a join the dots exercise. It's just you sort of naturally flow from one thing to another and you can kind of check off every single topic that you've mapped out and that way it's only relevant com um, uh, information that ends up in the book itself and it just makes it much, much easier for you to direct and manage the project. So it sounds to me like there's a, a big consulting element to book ghostwriting, at least uh, the type of ghostwriting that you do, uh, where you're doing a lot of uh, advice and strategy and planning and shaping the content for the, for the client and getting it to a detailed outline stage before you actually jump in and, and, and be the ghostwriter and write. Is, is, that, is that correct? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of setup that goes into making a successful project. I think often the writing is actually the smallest part of the project. I spend mm -hmm. so much more time strategizing with the client, interviewing them. And obviously the way to get all of the information from the client that goes into the book happens via interviews. And so we spend a lot of time just in conversation about what their business is about, what they're trying to achieve with it, what their opportunities and challenges are for the future, how they got here, what their experiences is. Um, there's just so much information to um, absorb from the client to really be able to produce a book that sounds like them and that fits with what they're trying to do. So it's very rare for a writer to get a ghostwriting project where the client has everything done, they have an outline, they have the chapters listed out, they have everything in detail and they just want someone to ghostwrite it for them. That, that's pretty rare, isn't it? Usually you have <laughs> yeah. to do a lot of that front end work with the client. That's important for writers and copywriters to know. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I would consider that a normal, probably integral part of, of doing the project. Now, um, how would a copywriter, content writer, how would they get started? I mean, uh, how would they get started finding clients? Uh, what, so, would you, what would you recommend? Well, the way I got started, I was originally doing content marketing consulting and had a bunch of retainer clients. And eventually they, a couple of clients asked if I would be willing to try and do a book with them. Um, so it was a, a bit of a trial by fire where I thought, well, I've never done this before, but it can't be that different from what I'm doing. It's just much longer. Um, and so we sort of worked it out together, those first couple of clients and I, but I think that's a really simple way for people to uh, dip a toe in the water, so to speak, you know, go to the, your existing clients and say, have you thought about doing a book? Would you be willing to give it a shot? You know, maybe you charge a little less for your first one or two and, and be very upfront with the client that this is the first time I'm doing this, but I think it could be a really great opportunity for you. Um, you know, I want to be very collaborative and very transparent, but you know, I think that this is a great opportunity for both of us. Now, these days, you focus almost exclusively on writing books. Is that correct for clients? Yeah, that's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, so you, you went from, you know, content strategist, content writer, copywriter, 
and then you got a couple of book projects and then some, and now you're focused entirely on books. What was what is it about books as as a project for clients that you like so much better than uh, other types of content? I really enjoy how immersive a book is. I, I love being able to just get deep, deep into a project for a few months. And I was finding with the content marketing that it's such short form material, material you're sort of always writing something new, you know, every other day. And, and I find that, you know, that's fun and I do enjoy doing that, but I really enjoy getting really, really deeply into something. And because each project takes a few months, um, it's, it's a bit of an immersion in every different business as well. So where other people are sort of, you know, if you have a traditional job, you're doing the same thing every day for years and years. I, every few months get to go into a completely different business, a completely different role and get completely immersed in it. And I, I just find the, the variation there is so interesting and so engaging for me. And I just really love as well the, uh, the depth of the connection that I get to have with the client because we mm -hmm. do spend so much time talking to each other. It's, you know, you spend a lot of time with each other and so you often become really good friends and it's just a really nice um, sort of relational type of project. I really enjoy, um, you know, I try to work with people that I like and, and that makes the work very enjoyable and, and I think it works well for them. And yeah, I, I just really enjoy the pace of it and, and, the outcome as well. It's such a tangible end product that can have such a palpable impact on their business that it's very gratifying to, to see it come to a close. So it sounds like it's like running a marathon with someone and you get to the finish line, you high five each other, you know, yeah, that kind of thing. <laughs> exactly. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And speaking of marathons, uh, you know, how long does a typical book project take? I realize that there's all kinds of variations, but yeah, it does vary. But I mean, for a long time, I was aiming to get them done in three months. And for companies that are small and sort of relatively early stage, that's definitely feasible. But as the companies get bigger and the client uh, has more responsibility, that timeline tends to expand just because there's so many more things vying for their attention and their time. So these days, I usually tell people it will take five-ish months um, to, to complete their book. So five, each month, five months, and then if, if you can get it done sooner, obviously that's great. Exactly. Yeah, so you're managing expectations there. Um, and I'm going to ask you a question about, about fees, because I know a lot, a lot of people listening are, gonna, are asking that question themselves. How much do you get paid to write a, write a book? But it's going to be a little bit like asking you how long is a ball of string. I mean, mm -hmm. it varies from one project to another. But without giving away your rates, uh, which are confidential, uh, just on average in the book, ghostwriting industry on, on average, what would you say is the, the low end to high end to write a book and uh, to ghostwrite a book for a client? And let's, let's set this up. Let's assume that you do all that front end work where you're, you're, uh, you're advising and organizing the information and doing all the interviews with the client and getting to the outline stage. And it's about a 40,000 word book, uh, business book, you know, what would be the range for something like that? As it, it, what, what's the industry standard, if there is any? It does vary a lot, and it tends to be sort of correlated to experience. So very um, entry level, I would say probably 10,000, you know, for your first one or two books. Um, most people, particularly if you are still relatively new to writing professionally. I mean, if you've been a copywriter for 20 years or, you know, you've been a journalist for 20 years and you're used to producing a huge volume of content, then you can probably charge 
more upfront significantly more but if you're sort of early days career-wise then I would say probably starting around the 10,000 mark is is very reasonable Uh, but obviously you want to start increasing that as you get more experience and as you sort of get to three or four then you can start just experimenting with what people are willing to pay you basically and I think um you know, at the high end for people who are very, very experienced and have, you know, ghostwritten a lot of books and have written for quite famous people and, um, you know, have a really proven track record over a long period of time, then I think you're sort of getting to the 50, 60, $70,000 range. And that's my experience too. And talking with other book, book, book ghostwriters, that's pretty much the range. Uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend anybody do one below $10,000 unless it's a current client and you, you know, it's going to be a good experience for you and you want to get that first book and example, an example for your portfolio, then it might make sense. But uh, moving forward, yeah, 10,000 and up for, for a, a typical book, like I described and, just like you said, the more experience you get, this is one of these projects that pays off with experience. The more experience you get, the more you can charge. Not every kind of writing project is like that, unfortunately, but I think books are like that. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, great. Okay, Laura, uh, thank you very much for sharing your, your, your wisdom and your experience on book ghostwriting for companies. This has been fantastic. I know it's been very helpful to the audience. Do you have any other uh, tips you'd like to share? Uh, I mean, ultimately, you just want to write as much as you can and write as widely as you can work for lots of different companies and and get a really good experience because I've found something that has been really helpful um, as a ghostwriter is being able to pull um, information from other industries, kind of getting that cross pollination going because it gives you a really creative and interesting way of engaging with your client. And so uh, it, it often brings really interesting stuff out of them. So don't be scared to sort of look to other other niches uh for for inspiration and and make sure you read widely too you know that that can really inform your ability to to write clearly and effectively but also to bring in that kind of creative variation as well well thank you very much laura gale it's been a pleasure having you on the show thank you so much steve it's been great so that was my interview with laura gale and the one takeaway i think is really important is if you're interested in writing long-form content for B2B companies and you like the idea of, of, of writing books, or writing book projects, then approach some of your clients and let them know that you're available for that kind of project. Uh, plant that seed. They may already be thinking about a book. Maybe they're not thinking about a book. But plant that seed and, and see what comes up. You never know. You might end up with a big uh, book ghostwriting project, a nice meaty project for you. So if you're interested go for it. And some of those tips that Laura gave you is certainly going to help. And just as an aside, um, one thing I didn't mention in my introduction to Laura Gale is she was actually, as you can tell by her accent, she's Australian. She was born and raised in Sydney, Australia, but she now lives in beautiful Lisbon, Portugal. And she, uh, she lives there and sometimes travels to the United States for marketing conferences and whatnot. So that just shows that you can live the writer's life just about anywhere. (laughs) And she's a testament to that. So that's this week's B2B Writing Success Podcast. I hope you found it helpful. And if you'd like to uh, listen to more of these podcasts, just subscribe on iTunes. You can do that by doing a search for b2bwritingsuccess.com. Sorry, doing a search for B2B Writing Success on iTunes or go to b2bwritingsuccess.com where you can find all the past episodes there plus a 
ton of other resources that can help your writing business. So until next time, I'm Steve Slomwhite. Have a great week with your B2B writing or content writing business. We hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve Slonwhite. For more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business, visit www.b2bwritingsuccess.com.